Hello and welcome. You're listening to the diary of a first time mum, telling you everything that your midwives won't. Written and hosted by Vicky Cummins. Hello everyone and welcome to episode one of Diary of a First Time Mum. It's only taken me nearly six weeks to sit down and finally have the time and the inspiration to actually record anything. So I've been meaning to uh, to start my podcasts for such a long time now, but I've literally not <laughs> had the chance um, to do it because it's just exhausting being a parent. Uh, my little boy Rory is just under four months now. Well, he's just under fourteen weeks, so like three and a half months, um, and he's just started his teething journey, which has been interesting for his his dad and me. You know, it's been a very, very tiring few days. The sleep regression period has hit. Just when you think you're getting into a routine, something else comes along and it's like, hey, I don't need sleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, just in, in this episode, I'm just going to basically talk about how I found out that I was pregnant, uh, very early stages of pregnancy. Um mine and Connor's journey so Connor is my fiance that is Rory's dad um yeah just just like the the basic very early stage in pregnancy because for me I think that was one of the hardest stages to be honest especially when I didn't know I was pregnant um because I was just a hormonal mess and I didn't know why I refused to admit that I was pregnant and then obviously I found out I was pregnant and everything made sense. So I'm going to delve into that today. But yeah, thank you for everyone for being so patient. People have messaged me like, Vic, you know, you're releasing this podcast or not? So I am releasing the podcast. Here we are. Episode one, Vic finding out she's pregnant. Just a little footnote before we get into the actual podcast. If anyone hears crying or baby noises like that in the background, like bumbling or feeding noises, that is my son. He will be featuring on the podcast with me in his own little way. <laughs> um, yeah, just in case you think I'm a bad mum and I, I'm ignoring him, I'm not. He's just being extra fussy at the minute because he's teething. So me having him next to me is literally the only way I keep him quiet long enough so I can record something so let's get into it so my pregnancy journey started in January 2022 now I was actually pregnant in December 2021 but I didn't find out until I was about six and a half weeks uh, just because I refused to do a test because I was like oh no I'm not pregnant I'm not pregnant um, I'm just hormonal like my periods were never really regular anyway and I hadn't had one for a few months properly because I'd been on and off hormones for a few years um I was still on hormones at the time which so my Rory's like a little miracle baby if you want to put it that way um yeah I was just very very emotional constantly so over the Christmas period I'd just cry for no reason and I thought, oh, well, it's just an emotional time of year. And my fiancé was like, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, but he was like, oh, no, no, you're definitely pregnant. You are pregnant. Like, do a test. So I decided to do a test. Uh, I think it was 
two days before Christmas, so the 23rd of December, I was on a break in work. And I just thought, you know what, for a bit of peace of mind, I will do a test. And then it came back negative. So I texted a picture to my boyfriend and said, no baby. Um, and to be fair, I think he was, he was a little bit gutted because he thought I was pregnant. We hadn't, we discussed having kids. We'd been together just under a year. So it's quite quick for some people. But when you know, you know. Um, and my partner's literally like my lobster. I, cu- I couldn't live without him. He's, um, he's my rock, so. But yeah, he, I think he was a bit gutted. But at the same time, you know, you always think to yourself, am I ready for a baby? Like, am I quite relieved that it's not positive? Do you know what I mean? I'm not in the right stage of my career that I want to be. I can be making more money. You know, you always think about what people would think about you and your partner being together for less than a year and finding out you're pregnant sort of thing. Not that anything like that matters because it's your family unit. No one else's opinion really does matter. Um. So, yeah, I was... I was at mixed emotions, I think. But then I was kind of thinking to myself, well, why am I so emotional? You know, why am I crying all the time? Um, The queasiness hadn't started at that point yet. I was just, con- I was just, I was just being a class A bitch, basically, constantly going in at my partner for no reason, like, and he thought it was his fault, and then I'd cry and be like, no, I'm, j- I'm just really emotional and hypersensitive for some reason, like everything he said to me or anyone said, I'd take it personally, and it would upset me. Um, yeah, I know, Rory, I know. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd just... I'd just be... Um, is that you putting your little input into the into the podcast, is it? Um, I'd just be really sensitive to things. Um, but then that kind of died down a little bit, so I thought, oh, hang on, you know, I'm maybe just you on a period, everything's fine. Fast forward a couple of weeks, I think it was... I found out I was pregnant on the 12th of Jan. Um, I think it was a week before that. My partner's mum had been to Costco and got some of the chicken nuggets. You can get the frozen chicken nuggets that I usually loved. So me and my fiancé used to have them with noodles or we'd just cook a load and have them with different like dipping sauces for dinner. Something that we like, we'd like to ha- to have for dinner. I'd say every week or so. So I think everyone was out at work one of the days and I was on my day off and I decided to cook some chicken nuggets and I put them in the um, air fryer and they were cooking and the smell of chicken started filling the kitchen and I was like, mm, is this really what I want for dinner? You know, when you start cooking something, you're like, oh, no, I actually don't want that. And you start feeling a little bit sick or you'd eaten something that often. It just started making you feel a bit sick and you just got put off by them completely for no apparent reason. Thought, nah, I'll be fine. I'll just, I'll, I need to eat something. So I sat down and started eating this chicken. And I'd never, ever felt a feeling like that before. I can't even describe it. It wasn't even queasiness. It was past that. But I didn't actually physically throw up. I could taste the texture of the chicken and I, it was like eating flesh. And I was like, are these nuggets all right? Are they 
off if they'd not been cooked long enough and they were they were just weird inside they were no different to usual it's just the way my body was tasting them and analyzing the texture of it and they were proper chunky nuggets so inside it was like it just looked really fleshy to me and oh my god I didn't actually physically throw up, but I had to bin the rest of them. And I thought, nah, I'm not eating this chicken. Look, I can't. Um, so I just kind of passed that off as, oh, I was having a bit of an off day. But then a few days later, um, my fiancé got some fried chicken from just a takeaway. We I think we'd gone on a walk down the beachfront. So he got some chicken on the way back to the house because he was hungry. I think he only got two pieces of, like, chicken, like KFC-style chicken, and had them in the car. And as soon as the smell hit the car, like, I was like, no, I'm going to be sick. I said, Con, you're going to have to get rid of that chicken, honest to God. I feel like I'm going to be sick. I wasn't sick, but I was, like, retching. And he was like, what's wrong with you? I said, I don't know. He said, do you want some chicken? Like, are you hungry? I said, absolutely not. I said, if you give me any of that chicken, I'm going to vomit. And I think he only managed to have half a piece before he had to bin the rest of it. Because I said, you could, honestly, you're going to have to get rid of it. I couldn't even speak because I was gagging that much. And I usually love fried chicken. And he said to me, Vic, you're defo pregnant, you are. I said, I'm not. I said, I've done a test. I did a test, like, a couple of weeks ago. I said, I'm not pregnant. So I don't know. I just, I'm obviously off chicken or obviously off meat for a bit. Um, It wasn't beef. It was just chicken, like, white meat. I was like, no. But I wasn't waking up in the morning feeling queasy or anything like that. It was just certain foods that I didn't want to touch. Um, and then, not cravings as such, but other food interests started. So I started wanting salad and, like, juicy things. This is all before I discovered I was pregnant. Um, I wanted pickles, like the vinegar on the pickles as well. Um, salt and vinegar things. I was craving salt and vinegar crisps. And I just thought that I wanted... Because we used to have snacks of a night time anyway, like when we was watching films or whatever. You know, we'd go and get some bags of salt and vinegar discos because they're just the best crisps ever. Um, and we'd just sit and watch a film. So I just thought, oh, well, I'm just wanting crisps at the minute. None of this was registering in my head that, oh, Vic, you're actually pregnant. Um, and that was the only thing I could really stomach. So fast forward to the week of January 12th. Um, it was a very, very weird day that day because, unfortunately, Connor lost one of his friends that he knew from work. He'd known him for a good few years. Um, He actually passed away that morning of the 12th of January. And I was in work that morning and I remember he called me. Uh, I'd I'd met his friend a couple of times, you know, Um, and well, I, I didn't know him very much personally, but I was just really upset by it. Like, it really, really struck home with me because I thought, oh, my goodness, his poor kids. You know, it's just after Christmas. Like, that's devastating. And he wasn't old. He, you know, he was pretty much in his prime. Um, and, yeah, I just got really upset by it. So Con actually came to see me in work just so we could have a chat and whatever. And I wanted to make sure he was OK. And when he turned up, I, I was crying. Con was like, Are you all right? Like, what's wrong with you? So I don't know. So it's just really hit home with me I could just I just feel really sad about it um so yeah I don't really know what went over me in that in that moment in time obviously I was pregnant but I like, I didn't know it that this time so 
Con goes back to work and my boss in work was like, Vicky, are you all right? I said, I don't know. I'm just feeling very, very emotional at the minute. And she said to me, have you done a pregnancy test? Like, because I'd been complaining for weeks as well, since I'd started work in November, that my boobs had been hurting. Like, I'd run up and downstairs to and from the stockroom and my chest would be killing. Like, I'd constantly say, like, oh, my God, my boobs are so sore. But I thought it was just due a period. And then I think the heartburn started as well like late December, I'd constantly be asking people, oh, bring in some Gaviscon tablets. Like, has anyone got any heartburn relief tablets? I'd constantly be nip nipping out Superdrug. Um, like everyone in work could see that I was pregnant. No one really said anything, but everyone had guessed before me. Looking back, I was just stupid because all the signs were there, but none of the obvious signs that you get told of, like in school or by midwives, oh, yeah, you know, morning sickness... Um, I think you get a, you can get a temperature as well, like the grouchiness, crying. Uh, you can have spotting early on in pregnancy because it's a very similar two period symptoms. But because I'd done a test at the end of December, I was like, oh no, I'm not. But it was just too early for the test to pick up. Um, so on the twelfth of January, at lunchtime, I went out on my break and nipped over to Superdrug and I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to get a couple of pregnancy tests just to put my mind at ease because I know I'm not pregnant, but, you know, I need to know if there's something deeper going on because things are just weird. I still hadn't eaten chicken at that point. I was still wanting salads all the time, still an emotional wreck. I was still doing Connor's head in because I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, so, yeah, I just bought the cheapest pair of tests in Superdrug, like their own tests, not even the clear blue. I didn't splash out on anything. So I thought I'm not wasting my money. Um, so I took it back to work, obviously peed on the stick like you do, put it in my pocket and went and sat in the office and just had a coffee and just chilled for a bit. And I actually forgot that the test was there. Now the girls in work knew I was doing the test. Um, but I, th I don't know what they thought the result was going to be. Like, I, I just kind of shrugged it off sort of thing. I wasn't really too bothered. Um, so I'd forgotten the test was there. So I took the test out, obviously, when I remembered. And I, I still remember this feeling now. I looked down at the test and there was two pink lines there, bright as day. And I remember just taking, like, a deep inhale of breath, like... <gasps> and I just, I'd got shivers all over my body. And I just kind of sat there and looked at it for a minute and I just felt like this tear rolling down my face. I don't know what I was feeling at the time. I think it was just sheer shock. I just went white and I was like shaking. And I just remember shouting, oh my God. <laughs> and then my manager ran into the office and was like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I remember just turning around saying to it like, I'm pregnant. I just shoved the test in her face. So I'm, I'm actually pregnant, I'm pregnant. I just kept saying it over and over and over again because my brain couldn't register it. And I just thought, if I keep saying it, it'll sink in in a minute. And then Georgie, who I was working with at the time, was like, Vic, you need to do another test. Do another test because you're always supposed to do more than one. You can't get false positives. You can get false negatives, but you cannot get false positives. But it's always best to do numerous tests just to make sure. So... I had to have a few more drinks, obviously, to fill my bladder up again. So I waited, like, 20 minutes. But still, my bladder wasn't full enough, so there was a tiny little trickle. 
and I didn't even think it touched the stick. I didn't even think it would even register on the test. So I just put the lid back on, put it in my pocket, meaning to go and do it again in another 20 minutes when my bladder was full. And then I was about to reach the test out of my pocket to go and do it again, and I looked at it, and there was two bright red lines on this stick, and the tiniest bit had dropped on the test bit. And I I literally I started crying again. I said, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. Like, it's definitely true now because there's two positive tests and there shouldn't have even been enough we on the second test to even register it. Do you know what I mean? I told Connor that I was doing the tests during my break at lunch, but I didn't tell him the results over the phone because I didn't want to. Um, and he'd asked me... I found out I was pregnant at this point, but he said to me, oh, have you done the test yet? And I just told a little white lie. I was like, no, no, not yet. I'm going to do them in a minute. I'll let you know once I've found out. So he was at work. He was absolutely clueless. And the girls I was working with at the time in work were like, Vic, you need to go and tell Connor, like, go and tell him, because he's only working 10 minutes down the road. So they let me leave. And then I just remember thinking in the car, like, how is he going to react? Like, is... I knew he'd been gutted that we weren't pregnant the first time. But now that I was actually pregnant, I was thinking to myself, is he going to be happy? Am I happy? Like, all these thoughts were going through my head, like, can I do this? Because I'd struggled so much with my mental health the previous year, but I'll go into that in another episode of the podcast because that's another like story entirely. But I thought, can I do this? Can I be someone's mum? I hadn't even wanted kids up until I met Connor. Like, if you'd asked me two years prior to this, I would have said, I'm not having kids. Are you joking? Kids aren't for me. I thought my sister, who's younger than me, would have had kids before me. I was more, I, I don't know, just, I'm quite happy to be the fun auntie than giving back sort of thing. But, yeah, all these thoughts were going through my head and I was like, I'm going to have to tell my mum and dad. And would I tell his mum and dad we just bought a puppy, which again I'm going to touch on later down the line because that was a whole other ordeal entirely. It never once went through my head though that I'm going to have an abortion. Like it never once went through my head that I don't want to have this child because I remember me and Connor had discussed you know, as you do with your new partner, like what you want in the future sort of thing. And we both said we do want kids or we, we, I always said I'd either want twins and have them both at the same time or just one. I'm not really one for having a house full of kids. I see mums that have got several kids and I think you're superwoman. How the hell do you do it? My best friend has got three children. Um, Well, she's got one teenager now and two younger children, but she's superwoman. I honestly don't know how she does it. And I take my hat off to it every single time I see her. Um, so yeah, one was always kind of in the, the mix for me and Connor kind of said the same because he is an only one and he never really missed having a sibling, he said. I said I would love to be able to afford to have more than one child, but in this modern climate, have what you can afford and give your child the best life possible. That's what we agreed on. So that's obviously what has happened. Um, so yeah, I got sidetracked a bit then, but abortion was never really an option for me. So I pulled up at Connor's work. I said, oh, I'm just popping down to see you on my break. Like, I'll just come and see you. I told him I still hadn't done the test yet. So he had no clue. And he came down off the roof um, <clears throat> of the house 
that's what he does for, for work, he's a roofer. He wasn't just standing on some random roof. Um, And he walked over to, like, to meet me near the car. And I just put... I said, hold your hands out. He was like, why? I said, just hold your hands out. And I put the test in his hand, both of them. I know, this is the exciting bit. This is the exciting bit, Rory. And I put the test in his hand. And I remember him opening his eyes and he goes, what are these? I said, they're the tests. He said, yeah, what does that mean? I said, what do you think it means? And he just looked at me, like, with a puzzled look on his face, and he was like, are you pregnant? I said, yeah. I said, I am, yeah. And he kind of had the same reaction as me, so he, he just looked at me, and his face went white, and he was like, oh, my God, you're pregnant, oh, my God. And then it kind of kicked in, he went, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then he went through the typical phase that all new dads go through is like, I'm going to have to sell my bike, I'm going to have to do this, da, 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 listing a million and one things. And I said, whoa, slow down. Like, <laughs> we're fine. We've got time to think about this. We need to have a talk and think about this rationally, you know, whether it's what we both want, whether we can do this. And he was like, no, no, like, he said, I'm so excited. And he just, I just remember he scooped me up in this big hug and like kept kissing my face and stuff. It was, it was so nice because that was the reassurance that I needed that it was what he wanted as well I mean obviously the timeline I think we probably both would have wanted a bit more time to get our work to where we wanted it etc but I remember Con said to me when I first said about having children that I'd want to feel more prepared financially and he said you will never be you'll never be ready to have kids Vic he said you will never ever be fully ready to have kids because there is always another milestone in your life that you want to hit before you have a child. And he said, I will never, ever say no to a blessing. And that's kind of what stuck with me because I've always thought if I had chosen to abort Rory, like, or if I'd chosen not to go through with the pregnancy for whatever reason, and later down the line, I couldn't have kids, I would never forgive myself. And that's something else I'm going to touch on in another episode I'd had tests uh, last year for polycystic ovary syndrome um, because my periods weren't regular and I was worried that I couldn't have kids. So that's kind of why I made my decision to go through with the pregnancy. But I will touch on that at a later date. This is just like early pregnancy stages that I'm talking about now. Um, so yeah, he was over the moon. I remember him shouting to all his mates, Vic's pregnant! Like they were all his closest friends, so I didn't mind them finding out. And I was already six and a half weeks, but I didn't know at this point um, how far along I was because I hadn't done a clear blue test yet. And we hadn't had, obviously, a, an early scan to find out. I just assumed that I was fairly far on because the tests were so prominent because a lot of people's can be quite faint or they don't show up properly. But looking back at the old picture that I'd sent to Connor from the 23rd of December, 2021, the negative test that I thought was negative was actually positive. It just had a very, very faint second line on it that I didn't see um, because I was obviously maybe two weeks pregnant at this point, something like that. Um, so, yeah, that was me finding out I was pregnant. And I don't think that anyone prepares you for that feeling of finding out because I'd always thought, oh, I wonder what it'd feel like to find out you're pregnant because people have pregnancy scares all the time but to find out you're actually pregnant that's no one can prepare you for that feeling 
is petrifying, but so exciting at the same time. But the next step was telling our parents. That was the next big hurdle. So when it came to telling our parents, um, I was slightly more reserved and concerned. Actually, no, not concerned. I was scared to, <laughs> to tell my parents. And I don't know why, because I am, well, I was 25 at the time. But I still think in my head that I'm like 17, 16, 17, and my parents are going to flip out and be like, oh, my God, you're too young to have a baby. Do you know what I mean? But I'm, what, I'm 25, it's not it's not the most abnormal thing in the world for a 25-year-old to say that she's pregnant. And I was in a happy relationship. I'm still in that happy relationship. So there is worse things to have happened. Both of our parents are still together and in happy relationships, very long-term relationships. And it's it's a beautiful, very rare thing that to have such a strong family unit. And they do say that it takes a village to raise a baby and oh lord they were right so I'm still very thankful that both sets of parents were very much on board a bit shocked at first possibly a bit concerned but only for our well-being and the well-being of the child and living situations and whatever which is completely normal and valid feelings um for both parents and grandparents because they just want the best for for us as a family and the best for, for Rory, do you know what I mean? So Con was extremely excited to tell his mum and dad. Uh, we literally raced back to the house and his dad was in was off work, I think, at the time. He was off that day. Um, and I remember just walking into the living room and Con's dad was sat there and he just kind of shoved the test out and shoved it in his face and went, you're going to be a granddad. <laughs> I remember his dad was just sat there and went, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I feel like we could have built up to that rather than just going in and being like, you're going to be a granddad, you know. Hi, Dad, you're right. So, yeah, I think he was a bit taken aback and he was like, oh. I don't think anyone really knows what to say because... You kind of think as well in this day and age, like, are you happy about being pregnant or are you going to go down a different route? Like, you know, is this what you want? So I don't think he really knew what to say. Um, but I think he was happy. And then Con's mum was in work at the time, so he decided to FaceTime her and tell her that way. And I think she'd just come out of a meeting or something because he FaceTimed her. And he was like, Mum, I've got something to tell you. And she was like, right, she's going to have to make it quick, Con, because I'm in work, like, I'm busy, you know, because Sam's got a brilliant job um, and she's busy 24-7. Um, but <laughs> he, just, he just put the test in the camera and was like, you're going to be a grandma. And I remember previously, I think it was like a week before, I'd mentioned to his mum about me eating chicken and going off it and I joked and said oh but you know it'd be funny if I was pregnant <laughs> and so, Sammy's mum was like if you're pregnant you know you can bugger off with your dog and find out somewhere to live because <laughs> we were staying with them um 
And I was like, no, I'm not pregnant. I'm just winding you up. I'm just winding you up. She was only joking, obviously. She'd never, she'd never kick us out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think she was a bit taken aback because I remember she just said to Con, like, Con, I'm going to have to talk to you when I get home. Like, I've just come out of a meeting. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. And I was like, I don't think we could have chosen a worse time, really, to tell your mum that she's going to be a grandma. So... That conversation was kind of postponed to when she got home. Um, but we went to tell my parents. So work had let me go home early just because I, I was useless. Like, my head was in the clouds sort of thing. Hang on, Rory's just kicking off a little bit. Sorry, I just had to check my child was all right. He's just bumbling away on his mat, but he was crying a bit, so... Um, yeah, so we went to tell my parents that night, uh, but we actually stopped off at my sister's work first um, because I think I'd had a running joke with a lot of people um, that I was pregnant, like, the week before I found out. So maybe in the back of my mind, subconsciously, I did know I was pregnant, but I just refused to admit it because I'd gone into her work and I said to one of her workmates, like, oh, I might be with child. Like, ha, 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 I might be with child sort of thing. Um, and my sister was like, do you reckon? I said, nah, I'm just joking. Like, imagine, imagine if I was, ha <laughs> um, So pulled up at my sister's work and I I just said, like, can I have a chat with you for a sec? She was like, yeah, what's up? She'd seen Con was in the car outside. She, was, I think she was a bit worried, to be honest. And I just handed her the test and I said, you're going to be an auntie. And she just looked at me and went, what? She, I was like, you're going to be an auntie. And she just, like, pulled me into this big hug. She was like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, that's amazing. She was absolutely over the moon because she has a nephew on her partner's side. Um, but she, I know she'd always wanted to be an auntie, like, on her side, you know, like, blood relative. So she was absolutely made up. I think she nearly cried, to be fair, and then she was like, it's Connery, it's Connery. I said, Jay's outside in the car. And she just ran outside and gave him a big hug, which was so nice, like, cause it was... It, my family absolutely love my partner, but it was like they're going to be related by blood now. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a really special thing, and I'm, I'm really close to my family. So, and I was very nervous to tell my sister anyway, and I think Connor was as well because she was she's just very protective of me, and she obviously wants the best for me. So, but she was absolutely over the moon, which was amazing. Should have you told mum and dad yet? I said no. I'm going to go and tell them in a sec. Um, that I wanted to get you out of the way first. So when you come home from work, you can be like my buffer sort of thing. If they react badly, then you can help me because she was due to finish work. Um, so, yeah, we pulled up at my parents and I was extremely nervous. So I'd gone out and bought my mum some perfume a couple of days before from a shop near mine that she'd wanted. This perfume, that I think it was um, the dupe of that back of that rouge. Um and I thought that it was in a nice little gift bag and whatever. So I thought, oh, I'll put the test in there with the perfume to kind of soften the blow. <laughs> that, oh, you know, this massive bombshell. But here's some nice perfume to go with it, Mum. Are you going to be a grandma? Congrats. Here you go. Um, I know, Rory, it's so exciting, isn't it? Um, yeah, so when I gave her the bag, she was like, oh, thank you. You know, because she knew she was getting this perfume. And I said, I've put something else in the bag for you as well. Like, I've seen this and I thought you'd like it. I've seen this and I thought you'd like it. A bloody pregnancy test. So she takes the tissue out of the bag and there's a test at the bottom. And she just looked at it for a sec 
and she was like, oh, let me get my glasses, because she can't see without her glasses on. And she looked at it and just looked at me and went, is this positive? Because I think I'd mentioned to her a couple of days before that I was going to do a pregnancy test just out of a whim, because I'd felt funny. She was like, yeah, yeah, do it. But she didn't think anything of it either. She was like, is this positive? I said, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God. But she didn't say it too loud. She's like, does your dad know? I said, no. No, dad doesn't know. Um, and he was in the garage on his uh, bike trainer, so she didn't want to obviously spoil the surprise. So I said, I'll tell him in a minute. But she she gave us both a big hug and she was like, are you sure this is what you want? You know, typical the mum speech, like, are you sure, you know, you're happy to do this? Are you strong enough to do this sort of thing? Just making sure we were both on the same page. Sorry, my son's having a freak out again. Bear with me. Right, I'm back again. Sorry. If anyone hears, again, a child in the background, it's because Rory is here with me. Because he's extra clingy at the minute, aren't you? Yeah? Are you going to say anything for the podcast? Or are you going to be quiet? Yeah? Okay, thank you. Um. Yeah, so it got to the point where it was about to tell, time to tell my dad. And he was the person I was most nervous to tell, I think. Because I'd had a change in career paths and stuff in the past year and it was just another big bombshell that I was about to drop on his plate and I think he was a bit worried about me anyway, but I was on the mend sort of thing from my mental health the previous year. So he was sat at the table after he'd finished with his bike and he got changed and whatever and I just gave him the test and smiled at him. And he looked at me and went, that's not a COVID test, is it? And I was like, no, it's not. I said, you're going to be a granddad. And I I don't really know what his reaction was at the time. I think he was slightly concerned and taken aback. And it kind of took a minute for it to sink in. Um, But I think he, he was happy. Like, he was... Rory is his favourite human being in the world now like he is absolutely obsessed with him from the moment my dad met him like he's honestly he's just such an amazing granddad he really is but he was the honestly the person I was most nervous to tell just because I wanted I've always wanted my dad to be proud of me I've always been a daddy's girl me and my dad had the best relationship growing up like he always used to come with me to my like my karate classes he would you know go to um anything to do with school he'd be involved in you know swimming when we were younger we used to go out with my dad on a Saturday to go and see my nan like we were, we had such a good bond with my dad and that has now passed on to Rory as well which is so nice to see not that I didn't think it would uh, I've just always wanted my dad to be proud of me so I think I've made him proud. But, it, yeah, it took him a couple of minutes to kind of adjust to what I'd just told him. So we were all sat in the living room. My sister had come home from work and she was like, oh, have you, have you, know, have you been told the news? Mum said, yeah, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And um, everyone was dead happy. So my dad came into the living room. And I remember he just sat next to me on the couch and gave me a massive hug and said, like, are you ready for this? And I said, you know what? Yeah, I am. Because everything in my life up until that moment had never made sense really to me. Whether it had been, you know, past relationships ending bad or me going down a bit of a drunken, crazy spiral. 
in my single days to then meeting con to then having a career change to then losing my mental health again to then finding out I was pregnant everything kind of lined up and I thought you know what this is what I'm meant to do I've been sent this gift this child for a reason and I'm I'm meant to be a mum he's he's been sent to me obviously I didn't know he was he at the time but this child has been sent to me to put me on the right path and to have a best friend for life so I thought yeah I am ready for it and he said right well we support you every step of the way he said congrats to Connor shook his hand and my dad and Connor have such a good relationship like my mum and Connor do but Connor and my dad are both military men so they get they get on like a house on fire which is amazing but yeah it was just really really nice it was just lovely. Um, and then when we finally went home, Con's mum was at home. And you know, I think the shock had worn off with what Con had told her previously. Um, and she came upstairs and said, like, have you really thought about this? She said, you kind of dropped the bombshell on me while I was in work. I'd just finished a meeting. You know, that, that was a lot, <laughs> a lot to cope with. And I said, I did tell Con not to tell you over the phone, but he was so excited, bless him. Um, and she said, I can't even celebrate yet, Con, because I've not asked Vic what she wants to do. You know, she might not even want to keep this child, so I cannot celebrate this child's life yet until we find out what she wants to do. And I said, I think I want to keep it. I think I want to go ahead with this pregnancy. I think I, this is what I want. And she said, right, then we will sit down and we will work things out as a family. And that's literally what we did. And honestly, having two sets of supportive parents, once the shock had worn off and everyone was very much on board, you know, it, it that helped me through my pregnancy because it is a tough, tough time in a woman's life. And you, I don't think you ever feel as vulnerable as you do when you find out you're pregnant. Especially that first trimester because I was so worried... After finding out I was pregnant, every little thing, every little twinge I felt. There was a time when I was spotting once when me and Connor gone to see some friends in Manchester and I was really worried. It was just before my 12-week scan, so I was thinking, oh, my God. Everything you feel petrified about. You know, if I didn't feel sick one day, I thought, am I actually pregnant? I, wa I wanted some of these symptoms to reassure me that I was pregnant. Because I remember after we told Con's mum and dad... And we got home that night after telling my mum and dad, I bought a clear blue test to see how far along I was. And it came back up pregnant three plus weeks. And that's like the highest you can get on them tests. Don't tell you exactly how far along you are, but it's either one week, one to two weeks or three plus weeks. And I knew that realistically I was over five weeks pregnant. Um. So the next day, Con booked me in at the Bumper Church Town. Um, near where we live, to go and have a scan done, um, an early scan, because they did, like, a package just to see how far along I was, check everything was fine. Um, and then, yeah, we went to that test, like, the, the scan. Uh, I can't remember how many weeks after that. I think it was, like, two weeks after I found out, and I was eight and a half weeks pregnant, and I was so nervous going in, and she said if... You know, if you see me concentrating on the screen, the the lady that did the uh, the actual scan was amazing. Like Bumper Church Town, I recommend them to anyone, if you're from my area. Um, but I was sat in the chair 
and she said you might not see a lot because if you if you're still quite early on babies are just like a, a bunch of cells pretty much there's no, there's not a lot to see she said i'm just trying to find a heartbeat if there is one at this stage you know, because it's very touch and go. So I'd I'd gone for the scan just before I'd gone into work as well. So I was thinking, if anything happens, I'm not going to be able to go into work. I had all these thoughts running through my head. Connor was nervous. You know, my mum and dad and Con's mum and dad were like, right, call us once you've been. You know, there's all, everyone wanted to know. And then next minute, she went quiet, the lady that was doing the scan. I can't remember what they're called, sonographers or something like that, I think. And I said, is everything all right? She was like, I'm just trying to find the heartbeat. And then she went, oh, found it. And honestly, the sense of relief that came over my body, I was like, oh, my God. And then this tiny little dot appeared on the screen because she had the TV, like, projector in front of my face on the wall so I could see everything. And this tiny little dot with this tiny, tiny little heartbeat was just flashing away on the screen in front of me, like bum, 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 bum. And baby's heart rates are so fast as well. And she said, that is an amazing, strong heartbeat. She said, congratulations, you know, you're pregnant, baby's fine. Baby's about eight and a half weeks at the minute. So she measured the tiny little clump of cells that Rory was at the time. And I said, like, do we get to hear the heartbeat? She said, not at this stage, no, just because... I think until you have your 12-week 12, 12 scan or 16-week scan or even 20-week scan, she said, we don't let you listen to the heartbeat just in case anything happens. You know, it is a bit devastating. Um, so I said, that's fine, that's understandable. But she printed off the pictures for us, sent all the videos over of his little heartbeat over to my phone um, and then we got out to the car. It was in there for like 15 minutes. And I remember just bursting into tears and I took a picture of Con with, with the scan. We weren't telling anyone yet until we hit the 12-week mark, but that's, I don't know whether that's an old wives' tale or not, because if anything was going to happen during my pregnancy, it was going to happen regardless whether we told people or not. But I think I just didn't want to jinx it. kind of wanted to stay in our little baby bubble for a bit. And I remember FaceTiming my mum. She was like, how did it go? I said, I saw his heartbeat. And just burst into tears on the phone. I said, he's, the baby's fine, like, it's fine. She was like, don't cry, that's amazing. I sent them all over. She's like, oh my God, look at the little heartbeat. And it was, do you know what? It was just the nicest feeling ever, like, to, to see your baby on the screen because then all these feelings I'd felt about not feeling pregnant and missing symptoms and stuff, it was the reassurance I needed that, oh, you are pregnant, this is real. But then the time in between scans, I don't know if any other mums would agree with me, the time that you go between an early day scan and like your 12 week your 16 week your 20 week even the time between midwife appointments that is petrifying like because you constantly check in to make sure you like do my boobs still hurt do i still feel queasy is my bump growing is it growing enough you know it's a constant constant worry so i rang the doctors made my midwife appointment and you know the next bit was history, I suppose. But the 12-week scan, I think it was the beginning of February, I'm sure. Something like that, or towards the end of February. I know it was in February sometime. Um, bear with me two seconds. My son's just spewing up again. <laughs> I'm back once again. My son's fine. So the 22nd of Feb was when we went for our 12-week scan. Um, 
it was just before I'd lost my nan. Um, because I remember, yeah, she passed away just before I had a chance to tell that I was pregnant. I mean, I, I know she's up there watching that you know and she's uh, she's the one that brought Rory to me that's what I always say she's the one that knew I needed this next stage in my life she thought you've been through enough thick you've been through enough here's a beautiful baby boy but yeah my 12-week scan was it um my local hospital and I just remember feeling so nervous because the baby doesn't kick or anything that early on still hadn't had much um sickness i think i'd thrown up once during the early stages of my pregnancy actually during my whole pregnancy i think i'd thrown up once or twice and one of the times wasn't even due to me being pregnant it was just because i wasn't well <laughs> but yeah i remember sitting in the waiting room and you know waiting to go into this scan took my yellow folder with me and um connor was sat there with me like very nervous as people that had coming in, coming out of scans with the baby pictures, all stages of the pregnancy, and I thought, oh, my God, this is it. This is the big one. This is where we announce it to everyone and we find out whether the baby's fine. Um, they obviously don't go into too much detail, like, health-wise, until the 20-week scan, because baby's still too little to see certain things. But then it was our turn to go in, and I was sat on the bed, and she said the same thing that what the other sonographer said at the eight-week scan... You know, if I go quiet, it's not. There's nothing wrong. It's just because I'm trying to find certain bits that I need to see on the scan. I need to find the heartbeat, such and such. So she went quiet again, and then she took like a deep inhale of of breath and was like, <gasps> and I looked at her and I was like, oh my god, what's wrong? She went, oh no, there it is. There's the heartbeat, and again that feeling of relief you get when they say I found your baby's heartbeat. There's just there's no feeling like it. And I honestly think they have such a difficult job because they have to tell women that they they have not found a heartbeat. And my heart goes out to the mums that have lost their babies during pregnancy and even after giving birth. Like, yous are warriors. I, I can't even comprehend what yous must feel. Um, but, yeah, when she found Rory's heartbeat in the 12-week scan, you know, it was amazing, she said. I think that's when they test... Um, the fluid around baby's head for Down syndrome and something else. She said, you can have these tests done now if you want to. And then Connor was like, yes, obviously we want to find out. Not that that would have changed my decision to go ahead with the pregnancy. But it, you know, it does make you think, um, you know, are we equipped to do this? Is the child going to have a good life? Et cetera, et cetera. So she did those tests and she said, you'll get those results back within uh, the post if everything's fine. If not, you'll get a call earlier. So no news is good news. So I think you're constantly on pins and needles when you're pregnant. Even the father is like, and he's obviously not going through the pregnancy. He's going through it just in a different way. But he's still constantly worrying, you know, is everything all right? Because you can't physically see the baby other than on the scan. You just want that constant reassurance that everything is fine. Rory, you're fine now. You're here. We're crying for. Are you telling everyone about time in my belly? Yeah. I think Rory had fun in my stomach because he was late coming out, weren't you? You were. Yes, you were. So that was Rory's little interlude. 
into my uh, podcast. I can just hear him bumbling away in the background. <laughs> um, so yeah, once the 12 week scan was over, you know, we got our pictures printed. Baby was absolutely perfect. He had a big, big round belly at the time. Um, but our scan picture came out amazingly because sometimes babies lay awkwardly, which he did further down the line, which made it quite difficult to get certain pictures. But 12 weeks, he was still only diddy, so he saw like head to toe and his big belly, didn't we? Um, and then I'd made like a, a pre-made Instagram thing on Canva already. I just needed to insert our scan photo, you know, for social media because I thought, I want to tell everyone now, so I'm really excited. I'm going to start showing soon because I was showing very early on. Some of it was just bloatedness, but then when my belly popped, like, you could really tell and I couldn't hide it anymore. So I thought, we'll just tell everyone now. Like, you know, we've waited long enough. It fe- it'd already been six weeks since I found out. I said, I just want it, it, the news to be out. So if I'm being a bitch to everyone, they know why. Um... And obviously, I'd had to, had to tell work as well. Um, so, yeah, we were sat in the car park of the hospital and I was just drafting up what to put on social media. And me and Connor were like, right, you ready? Three, two, one, go. And post it at the same time. And we started driving home and my phone was just blowing up with notifications, calls, texts, like, oh, my God, congrats. Oh, my God, you're pregnant. Yay. Like, I knew it. And everyone was just so happy for us, which was amazing. No one... So when McCon asked me what to do, has anyone said anything negative about you having my baby or us having a baby? And I said, no. Do you know what? Not one person has had a negative thing to say throughout my whole pregnancy. Not one person has questioned whether we could do it or whether we were strong enough or whether it was the right decision, which was amazing. Because like I said earlier, it takes a village to raise a child, and it really does. It really, really does. I'm so fortunate to have such a strong family and friendship unit around us. Con's friends, my friends, my family, Con's family. Everyone is really involved with the baby and it's just amazing. Um, So, yeah, after the 12-week scan, it was officially... I was officially, officially in, like, the second trimester. And I think someone said to me... Um, or I think it was on like a pregnancy app that I joined. The second trimester is the easiest, and to be fair, it was because the emotions had died down a lot. The the crying, the overthinking, everything. Um, they're just wondering what is wrong with me. Why am I so emotional? Why am I feeling sick all the time? That had all gone, and I could just enjoy being pregnant, and my skin cleared up. I started feeling happier in myself. Like, people kept saying to me, like, Vic, you're glowing. They said, I think I think you're having a boy because you, pregnancy is like, it's become you. Honestly, you, you just look amazing. And I felt good. Like, my skin had never been so clear. My hair had never looked so healthy. I just felt good about myself. And I remember when my best friend was pregnant with her little girl, she, I said to her, I think you're having a girl because she struggled with her skin during pregnancy. And they always say, don't they, that girls strip you of your beauty because you're making them beautiful in your womb sort of thing. And then if you're having a boy, because she'd had two boys before, the boys give beauty back to you. I don't know. It's like an old wife's tale because everyone suffers differently. It's just a hormonal thing. But, yeah, it was... Uh, the first stage of pregnancy was a very interesting stage. 
in my life. I wouldn't change it for the world because I know a lot of women suffer really badly with sickness, which is another reason why everyone said I was having a boy because I was craving salty things. I wasn't throwing up a lot. Like, my mum suffered terribly when she had me and my sister. Was throwing up constantly, couldn't eat anything, couldn't get out of bed, whereas I suffered more with the hormonal side. And I don't know which one was worse, to be fair. I know which one Connor would say would be worse because I was horrible during my first trimester. I really was. But things got better. So, yeah, it was just, it was a very, very roller coaster of time. Exciting, emotional, bombshell information. And then. The second trimester brought its own worries in another way, but I will discuss that in an entirely other episode because I think I've burnt your ears off for long enough now. But I'm so glad I can start sharing these memories with you because it'd be nice for me to listen back on it as well. You know, when I've grown up and I'm in my old age and I've forgotten what pregnancy was like. So... So thank you everyone for tuning in to episode one of The Diary of a First Time Mum. If anyone would actually like to come on to my podcast and share their own experiences, then please just message me on Instagram, Diary of a First Time Mum. I will be sharing the link to my Instagram on my social medias for everyone that's interested. Um, But also if you want to discuss other topics, you know, during this series, then please just let me know and I can research certain topics and discuss certain things that maybe I wouldn't have thought of. Um, But yeah, it's been fun. So please stay tuned for the next episode where I'll be discussing the second trimester and I'll probably go into the third trimester as well um, in one episode. And hopefully it won't take me six weeks to film this one. (laughs) But yeah, thank you very much for listening. If you've got this far, I really appreciate it. Um, any questions, any queries, please don't hesitate to message me. But I will see you all soon. We'll see him soon, Rory. We'll see him soon. Thanks, guys.